I need new this music. This is the JJO Discover New Music Podcast. Welcome to Discover New Music. Joining me, uh, another very special guest, Daniel Oliver of Nothing More. Uh, Danny, how are you, my friend? I'm good. I'm I'm having a great day here in Idaho. How are you? Idaho. Wow. Okay, that's fine. You're out there on the road traveling around. That's good. I'm good, man. I'm excited to chat with you because I get to share some uh, fun Nothing More history of my own. Real quick, I want to show you. Got my Nothing More shirt on. Oh, yeah. Vintage. Vintage. Dude, that is vintage. Yeah, that's a nice one. So I wore that to really give me the good Nothing More vibe juju for this interview i love it that is an old one the brand new album spirits uh people are getting a taste with the current single tired of winning and uh you can hear that all over the place actually the next single that's already dropped um now unlike most nothing more albums this one took a little bit longer than you guys are used to to put together yeah you know when whenever you're going into writing a record it's really there's just so many unknowns you know because you're I don't know what what are these unknown songs we're about to make, right? Like no clue. Uh, and yeah, you don't know you don't know how long it's going to take. You don't really know like what uh, every song is just kind of its own little thing. And some of them, you know, some of them come together really quickly, and others like they they just like keep needing pieces and things worked in and out. And uh, you know, lo- looking back at this record, it, it did take us a long time. And but uh, there, I think four songs on it or five songs on it surfacing that are like five or six minute song like <laughs> five or six minute long like epics you know yeah uh, so maybe that adds something to do with it you know like the the density of this round of music was seemed to get a little bit heavier and uh i don't know a little bit more experimental i'd say and i think a lot of that had to do with probably the pandemic and us kind of not we weren't really forced to be apart per se but it was kind of encouraged you know as far mm. as uh just travel was harder and things like that yeah i don't know it we've always taken a long time when it comes to riding i hope it's twice as good though if it took twice as <laughs> so that's let, let's, let's hope there's a one-to-one ratio <laughs> at least <laughs> the math will work out it'll work out <laughs> the math uh, will work out trust me six albums in now six studio albums i should say what can maybe fans expect and then maybe what are some unexpected with this album that you're excited for fans to hear like i feel like we all upped our game a lot with this record as far as far as songwriting and also the self-production that's been the big thing that has really made this band go slow is that we don't hire producers like we we go into a studio to track the drums to do to do the drum room thing um but even that's just still us and our manager guiding the thing um yeah like there's a song i got to i've always wanted to learn have a reason to like learn to play upright especially with a bow um there's a song on the record deja vu where i'm playing a you know real heavily affected electric upright you know and hitting all the like low rhythms with a bow it's real cool sounding you know uh stuff like that we just really like me and mark especially kind of took our time a little more making with the soundscape aspect of uh you know the stringed instruments you know Mm. we'd always kind of get get the basics first uh and then jo- Johnny's always been in charge of programming, you know, all the extra stuff you hear. Yep. Um, and this album, me and Mark kind of took it upon ourselves to go ahead and put more things like that into the album before it gets to Johnny, just with our, just with the guitar and bass. So mm-hmm. there, there's a lot of noises on the record. I'd like <laughs> to point out to you that are bass guitar that you would have had no idea. 
So <laughs> if, 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 anytime you hear anytime you hear a 747 taking off or something like that, that's me. <laughs> that's you. So, that's you. So that's, wait, so did, that's me. Did you learn? You said you learned to play the upright just for this house, something you wanted to do or practicing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, I mean, a three day crash course. Wow. Now, yeah. It's like, Mark, Mark, I got it. Give me three days. It's coming. <laughs> So just, yeah, my right, my right hand was just like a little bump mess for about a week. Mur, 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 mur. But, a new style of bass right there. Just with the, with the new, tight hand, with the tight hand. Yeah. New, new style of bass. But oh, so all, all that being said, uh, yeah, we've, we've always, or at least the last, uh, I guess three records have been 100% DIY self-production. And I think, I think this might be the last record we actually do like that. Yeah. Um, I think, I think for the next one we're talking about, uh, or, we're in talks with going in with the producer um, and we've already started writing that record. So to not run into this situation again, at least having an outside ear can keep the pressure off of you, or at least the self-loathing and deprecation that you see otherwise. <laughs> yeah, yes, correct. The, the, <laughs> the, the inevitable depression that it yeah. will cause for sure. For sure. Just keep us out of the weeds and moving. Like, like I've historically done all the uh, stage construction for the band and, even with this last record, I built the the new device coming out. It's like a 24 foot tall kinetic sculpture made out of kick drums. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So hopefully now down the future, I can now communicate better to other people how to build things and move things a lot quicker than me working in a garage for two and a half years. You know, I know you talked about where you get to play the upright bass, kind of a fun thing. Do you have a favorite track on there? Is that maybe it? Or is there one that really speaks to you? I know that might be like picking a favorite child, but there's maybe one on that album that really gets you. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think we're all kind of feeling the, the one that I think gets me the most that maybe doesn't get the other guys the most is a song called Valhalla. It's the next to last track. And it's it's definitely like an epic, you know, that starts on acoustic with Johnny telling a story about his childhood. And then by the end, though, it's, you know, fire and damnation raining down from the heavens. Uh, uh, that's 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 one of my favorites. Um, the, the song I think we all like the most is like the heavy energy track is a song called Face It. And it's got a kind of it's an interesting tune, it has kind of a Phil Collins vibe intro just turns into pure energy. So. <laughs> I, I don't think in, in the, the last year of interviews I've done, actually the last 10 years of interviews I've done, have I heard it has a Phil Collins vibe intro. Which, <laughs> I love Phil Collins. I do, but I have not heard that kind of reference into it. So I'm excited now. I'm excited. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, you know, we don't hear that reference a lot. He's a hard guy to knock off, I suppose. Hey, this is Johnny. Discover new nothing more now on JJO. Madison Solid Rock 94.1 JJO and JJO Discover New Music. Our guest is Daniel Oliver of Nothing More talking about the band's new release, Spirits. If you've never seen Nothing More live, oh my God, it is a, it's a religious experience. It's insane. You'll be exhausted. If you're a woman, you'll be pregnant afterwards. It's amazing what you guys do. I think at this point, outside of maybe shooting Johnny out of a cannon, I don't know what you, I mean, it's just, it's nuts, you guys. It's nuts. That, yeah, that's a great idea, actually. Uh, <laughs> shoot about a something. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. We've always really liked the, uh, like the extracurricular show things. We feel like, you know, Johnny, Johnny has a back uh, drumline background. So does Ben, actually. So they're, they're kind of come from that, like drumming performance theater art kind of stuff so the moment we started doing 
things like drumline inspired drum circles on stage and like multi-man bass solos and things like that. I don't know. We just found that the, the crowd like understood our spirit a lot quicker. Um, so we, I don't know, we just kind of always kept them in the set. And as, as time has gone on, I feel like the, the live show department's always been more me, um, especially the construction aspect. So yeah, just like everything else, as the years have gone by, I've just learned and learned and, you know, at some point bought a welder, kept going and learning and, you know, tell the guys my ideas, they'd say I'm crazy. Then they'd always work. Here we are. So without any training with just like, you know, some ideas and the internet at my disposal and some friends to ask questions to, you know, you, you can do a lot in this world. It's kind of crazy. Tim, the tool man, Taylor of the music world, I guess is what we could say right now. <laughs> yeah. I, I, su- I suppose so. I love it when bigger bands come up to me asking if, if I can fix something for them, you know, <laughs> like someone from disturbs come, comes up, they're like, dude, this stand broke, please really, you know, everything we've done so far, we've played like a bass stand or, you know, Johnny's drum set. Or the scorpion tail that's you know all mm-hmm. kind of instruments that we play this next thing is more uh we might play it i'm not sure but it's they're they're all aluminum very light like more uh not to be like smashed kick drums that i've built each one has a three-foot <laughs> drum stick on it so it can play itself yeah uh, and then each drum can move about 30 degrees in every direction from the drum next to it so so yeah you have three drums they can make a full like kind of 90 and then the whole so the, and the whole assembly can like tilt and kind of spin around and pretty red. So next time we hang out, I'll show you a video. I love it. I'm excited, man. I'm excited to see. And again, it's just it just adds to it. Obviously, the music alone stands on its own, but then you see it live and it's just such a I don't know, a primal experience with nothing more. I love it every single time. All right. Uh, well, before I let you go again, everyone, the new album, Nothing More Spirits. Ugh, if you don't get it and add it to your collection, you're a fool. And then, of course, uh, make sure you go out and see Nothing More live uh, because that will just change your life. I promise you. Um, let's do rapid fire and then I'll get you back to uh, what you guys got to do. Uh, no yeah. wrong answers on this. You just go with what's in your heart and uh, we're going to learn a little bit more about you. Actually, first... <laughs> Uh, what happens to all the right arm sleeves from Mark shirts? What do you guys do with those? Where do they go? Uh, he he says they're going into a giant quilt project. <laughs> so, I haven't seen it yet, but it's that's, that's what they say. Be the biggest <laughs> quilt is it going to be like an entire stage cover? Because he's been doing that for I, years. <laughs> I hope so. I uh, well, yeah, it's like dude, if we got to make this a world record or something. Oh my god! Right? All right. <laughs> Yeah, that's where those go. I love yeah. it. Right in a quilt. All right. Uh, chili dog or corn dog? Oh, uh, corn dog. Would you rather see Bigfoot or El Chupacabra? Uh, Bigfoot. Well, I'm surprised you being a Texas boy. Maybe you're, you're scared of El Chupacabra. You know, I know that's close in Mexico there, but I guess. Yeah, I am a little scared. Yeah, yeah. If it's real, I don't know. I might have to move. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sweet or salty? Uh, sweet. Uh, would you rather have to fight Mike Tyson in his prime or the entire cast of the little rascals with prison shanks? <laughs> oh, geez. Mike Tyson. Mike All Tyson. Ooh, that's a tough call. That's a tough call. I, th- man. I think so. Murder by like a thousand little hands would be horrible. You know, they're going to make 20 those little heads. Those, those, those little, little shanks, shanks are going to be sharp right there, right in the ankle. Right in the ankle. They're going to be cute little shanks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the most adorable death you've ever seen. 
Stabbed to death yeah. by the little rascal. Uh, but Mike Tyson's not a bad answer. All right, there you go. Thanks for humoring me on that. Uh, Danny, you are awesome, man. And congrats, guys, on yeah. the latest album, Nothing More Spirits. And uh, it's just fantastic. You can't wait to hear more, brother. Hell yeah. Thank you so much for the support over the years. Uh, I don't know. We have a good time every time we hang out. This interview is great. You're awesome. Can't wait to see everyone out there on the road. So thanks, brother. Uh, yeah, stay tuned. This is the JJO Discover New Music Podcast. Listen, rate, share, subscribe. Discover new music now at WJJO.com, in the JJO app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brock has a new interview every Thursday evening between 6 and 7. 941 JJO.